all comes down to this. Hello and welcome to CGF Minis Playoff Edition. It's the first week of the playoffs in the Corporate Global Football League. My name is Jacob Park. And I'm your co-host, Wyatt Keener. Uh, before we get into the fun breakdown and matchups, Wyatt, I have something from our sponsors that uh, I'm going to be required to, to read here. So <laughs> required. Allow me to uh, get this out of the way. Uh, last <laughs> week, I irresponsibly leaked the playoff edition of CGF Minis without our sponsor's approval. I would like to apologize to our sponsor, CGF Minis, to our listeners for spoiling the surprise, and to my co-host Wyatt for this embarrassing behavior. <laughs> I am so grateful to CGF Minis for allowing me to stay a part of this program that almost was not the case. Rest assured, I am being punished and will receive no compensation for this episode or any subsequent postseason coverage uh, that may be to come. Once again, I am sorry for the selfish mistake. Uh, now then, Wyatt, I think you have some exciting news to share. That's right. Six team teams enter, but only one will be crowned champion. That's right. It's time for the playoffs. Our favorite teams are about to be pushed beyond their limits into new levels of prestige and greatness. And shouldn't your favorite snack do the same? CGF Mini's Playoff Edition is here. Your favorite milk chocolate crests are back with an exciting new design modeled after the new CGF Season 3 Championship Crest and two exciting limited edition flavors, Championship Cherry and Tropical Trophy, a collector's item and delicious treat wrapped into one special package, only available during this postseason. Get your box today. Sounds like a perfect gift to stuff in somebody's stocking, huh? <laughs> Absolutely. Why, no. uh, thank, thank you for joining me this week. I know this was probably originally going to be a nice uh, week off for both of us. Now you probably have a busy week planning for your matchup. Uh, yeah, got, we didn't expect. Got to uh, balance rest versus uh, practice and get these boys in shape. Uh, and I appreciate your apology. That makes sense why you had such a somber tone to start the podcast there. I'm sorry <laughs> that the uh, the lawyers got after you, man. That's a, it's a uh, you know, no, no harm there. We don't blame Jake for leaking that information. He's all right. Yeah, no, no comment. No further comment. <laughs> All right, let's get the let's let's get to the football then. Uh, we have our six playoff teams, as we said last week and a couple weeks ago. That now it's a uh, locked in, but the uh, the Gotham Knights did earn the bye after an exciting last game week. That's three straight years where the the two and three seeds have been decided on the last day of the season. So a thrilling um, win there for the Gotham Knights as they won their fifth straight. So our uh, that makes our matchups. Uh, Bruce Matthews and Gotham Knights on by. The winner faces as the three seed take on the Matrix Matrix, the six seed, and then the God Kings as the four seed versus the Marley Magic five seed. Exciting matchups in store. Yeah, to start with, we got a uh, a matchup of the past champions, uh, Matrix visiting the winner faces. Um, this series record is tied two to two all time teams have never met before in the playoffs. Um, winter faces are going to have to break the three seed curse. A three seed has never advanced past the first round of playoffs, at least in the first two seasons and six seed always has. So um, mm. if you're a gambling person, you might want to put the money on the matriarchs <laughs> here. Yeah. And uh, the line currently favors the winter faces by a good margin. Uh, they're projected to win by 20, but we saw 
that they were heavily favored against the God Kings, and uh, that ended up being a blowout. So yeah, as Jake said, maybe a good time to make your money. Uh, you wonder if it's not a little bit of a three-seed hangover from week 14. Uh, Bruce Matthews missed the bye by two points in season one. Uh, the touchdown to Nabby had the second highest game week of all time in week 14 of last season. Um, and similarly, the winner faces, well, not similar in point total, invisible point total, but uh, had the two seed seemingly locked up and then uh, choked down the stretch, losing two of their last three. Some poor coaching decisions. Jarek McKinnon was removed from the starting lineup last minute for Raheem Mostert, and then Jarek McKinnon ended up being RB1, but none of it mattered. Um, some injuries, T. Higgins only played one snap and ended up with zero points. Armando Stevenson came out early and only had three points total. Debo, Debo Samuel will be out for a few weeks, but still managed to put up 14 and a half points. But low point totals up and down the board outside of sensational Christian McCaffrey and some decent point totals from the quarterbacks. Uh, so hopefully the winner faces are able to put up a more competitive battle against the matriarchs who gave the Brews a run for their money in week 14. Uh, it would have remained the six seed either way, but showing that competitive spirit and that uh, that motto of team owner and general manager Katie Witham, who insists that the only important football is played late in the season. They got off to that slow start, but have been playing very well since. Despite poor quarterback play, uh, you figure if they can get something more from Mac Jones and Davis Mills or whoever they choose to start, it's possible that uh, that they bring someone off the bench. Um, then this this will be a fun uh, fun matchup. We mentioned last week Derrick Henry is liable to explode here in the playoffs. He's got two very soft defenses this week and next in the Chargers and the Texans. And then what more can be said about uh, Tony Pollard? The the man has been on an absolute tear. RB7 on the year, despite Zeke really only missing a few games, um, Pollard has carved out a unique role for himself, making b- both of them viable players. Uh, the Matrix had some unfortunate injury luck of their own. Tyler Boyd, just like T. Higgins, exited the game with an injury and zero points. Hopefully in week 15, or not week 15, the regular season's done. In week one of the playoffs, we get two healthy rosters at their best. Obviously, everyone is now off of a bye, and so we look forward to seeing the uh, the two champions battle it out. The exciting thing for the other nine teams in the league is that after the round one of the playoffs, there's only one possible repeat champion or um returning champion i guess it's not a repeat if the matrix win but um should be a, a very fun matchup sleeper like i said currently projects the winner faces to to, to win by about 20 but uh still a lot of time in the week for some adjustments to be made by for injury or, or starting lineups to get changed around a little bit so we'll see but i'm um, looking forward to playing kd in round one here was tony uh pollard was that a waiver pickup or did katie always have him uh she traded for tony pollard um, she, I think maybe the flaming hot cheetahs had Tony Pollard, if I'm remembering correctly. And then she switched, uh, handcuffs with whoever that team was. Oh no, it was you, you had, uh, you had Tony Pollard, um, and traded him for Gus Edwards. There were draft picks involved as well. Um, the popular ballers got the 2022 second that they have this year from uh from katie for a 2021 third so yeah you got jk dobbins handcuff and gus edwards for tony pollard so uh, as trade that made a lot of sense at the time and just unfortunately this year gus edwards has been hurt and last year was hurt too um, but a very good running back in his own right 
was there a, th a third Dallas running back that was some kind of waiver competition at some point? Maybe I'm just completely misremembering. No, you're, when Zeke was hurt, uh, Malik Davis was picked up a couple of times. And then um, there was another running back that was getting some attention to uh, like Rico Dowdle like, or something. Like or a night game where one guy just played well and I just remember people bidding on him, but that, yeah, Maybe I'm thinking was, of somebody completely it, wrong. It might have been Malik Davis. He had a touchdown, I believe, earlier this year. And if if one of Tony Pollard or um or Ezekiel is hurt, then he's a he's a pretty good play. He's had 8.9, 6.1 in and some limited snaps. And he's a rookie too. So I think that's the other thing that's exciting is if something happens to Zeke long term, maybe he gets more of a role. But yeah, um maybe I'm wrong, but I think you're probably thinking of Malik Davis. Gotcha, gotcha. This one is probably uh, – I'm not going to do a game of the week uh, this week, just a disclaimer, because I think every game going forward is going to be exciting and it obviously has big ramifications for how this all plays out. Uh, but this one is arguably more important just in that it's determining which matchups are coming in round two. Um, there's a set opponent for each of these teams uh, if they advance, which isn't true of the other matchups. So um, if the Matriarchs, the sixth seed, managed to upset you, um, they are guaranteed to play the Brews next round. Well, if the winter faces come out on top, we are guaranteed the rivalry game that has been building up and bubbling for a few weeks now. So, a <laughs> uh, lot of a uh, lot of exciting, exciting things still to be determined. Uh, it's better for me if you lose uh, draft pick wise. So I will be uh, rooting for Katie. Also, I just like the idea of the three seed getting knocked out. That curse continuing. It's a fun lore piece we got going on right now. So. It is a fun um, wrinkle, especially because the uh, the sixth seed. I don't feel like in any of the years so far has looked like I. Th I think Katie is the best six seed. Katie this year is probably the best six seed we've had so far. Um, I feel like a, a lot of the other six seeds have limped into the playoffs. No, no uh, you know, no shade thrown at them. But you look at like the quality of touchdown to Nabby last year and the fact that they were upset in round one was, was shocking. And so um, I think we got what should be a, uh, even before the matchup is played, one that looks exciting um, given how the Matrix have played over the last month of the season. Yeah, agreed. I, I will say, though, in the first first season, the sixth seed was Marley Magic, and that was a team that I think was one player choice away from a championship in the playoffs. Ooh, okay. That's some <laughs> good the, context. The, Thank the you. second round loss, because they would have won, uh, beaten the eventual champion matriarchs if they had made it there. Um, wow. I think points for when I went back and looked. But um, but yeah, that's our, our first matchup for this week. Second one we have is the Marley Magic visiting the God Kings. These team, two teams also share a two-and-two all-time record with each other. Um, I've nicknamed this matchup the Duel of the Two-Headed Dragons. These are both <laughs> the uh, the co-managed teams facing off against each other. It's a two-on-two -two battle here. Um, as we have Ryan Oding and Noah Moyers on one side facing off with uh, Zach Swan and, and Brady Hine on the other. Um Noah's first playoffs, I thought that was also of note. He never made it there with the Cheetahs, but um, hitched his wagon to a, <laughs> a stronger team to make sure he got in. So sly move there, Noah. Congrats, you got in, I guess. Um, yeah, that's what I got for this one. What do you have for, for the breakdown it's, here? It's like in college football, all of the coaches <laughs> who get fired and then be, uh, are hired by Nick Saban as like an offensive analyst or whatever, and then end up with a high-profile job a few years later. I think like Steve Sarkeesian or Jeremy Pruitt, who hasn't got that head coaching job yet, or Butch Jones. It seems like uh, maybe that's the kind of, of mentorship that Marley has been offering 
to uh to Noah. But regardless, they uh had a nice rebounding season after year two. We uh, touched on the the incredible draft that they had that turned things around. And uh, the centerpiece of this year's draft was Kenneth Walker. He was out this week with an injury, which might have been the reason that the Marley Magic struggled to score points, uh, clocking in with 109.8 in week 14. But uh, the Pit Kings did throw in the towel, so it was enough to secure the five seed and this matchup here. Uh, Brock Purdy with 21.7 points. He may be thrown into the fire again. Marcus Mariota, it was announced during the Falcons bye, uh, has been benched. A weird situation. It seems like he is kind of throwing a fit and just left the Falcons. Uh, the Falcons are putting him on the IR because of a knee injury, but a wild situation there from our beloved Marcus Mariota. Um, but why worry about him when you got Brock Purdy in the high-flying 49ers offense? Even had a rushing touchdown. So... Um, I mean, no reason to doubt to doubt what Brock Purdy can do and uh, what should be a high-scoring affair against the Seahawks. The games uh, involving the Seahawks seemed to always be high-scoring. Um, Tua had an awful game. He looked absolutely terrible against what should have been an easy Chargers defense. Maybe the Bills will put up enough points that they keep the um, Dolphins throwing here in the round one of the playoffs. I mean, really, you can't expect much worse performances up and down the board. Um, Jeff Wilson left because of an injury. James Cook, after a humongous week 13, where he put up 16 points, was down to 2.5. So a good start. I think a lot of people were excited about James Cook turning the corner here at the end of the season, and then it just fizzled out. ETN had 3.2. Chubb had 8.4. Really just rough up and down the board. But um, we know what they're capable of. And... uh, We'll see if Baker Mayfield gets the starting nod over Brock Purdy, but um, and again, Purdy's been playing well. It'll be a it'll be a tough decision. Cam Akers may return to the lineup. Marquise Goodwin on the bench had twenty point three points, so they've got plenty of options. They had a lot of bench points this week, um, so it'll be tough decisions on who to start. But regardless, they'll be putting up much more than one hundred nine. Sleeper currently projects them to put up one hundred and forty five points. On the other side of the ball. Uh, the God Kings are favored to put up 147 currently, a neck and neck um, projection. The God King is in a game that was, a, I guess it mattered because it gave them the four seed over the five seed, but really an inconsequential game other than um, tuning home up field. for the playoffs. There you go, home field advantage. Um, where the high scorers of the week with 197.76 points. Evan Ingram was the number one player in fantasy this week, uh, and he started at tight end. He put up 44.7 points. Uh, His teammate in real life and on the God Kings, Marvin Jones, only had 3.2. And uh, this year's surprise star, Jamal Williams, only had 3.7. But yet, uh, again, Miles Sanders had a breakout game with 28.5. And I want to give myself a little pat on the back for shouting him out last week. Austin Eckler and Keenan Allen combined for 45.6 in the Monday night matchup to really drive the nail in the coffin. Kirk Cousins played great with 425 passing yards, a lot of those to Justin Jefferson, about half of them to Justin Jefferson. And a team that looked like they were, um, you know, just trying to get everybody healthy and get across the finish line of the regular season ended up putting on a performance that the God Kings hope to replicate here in week one of the playoffs. So again, this one's projected to only be a two-point God Kings win, and we'll see what happens when the teams hit the field. I feel like both of these teams have varied significantly from their projections every week. You don't know um, which of them is going to boom, which of them is going to bust. Hopefully, 
we get both teams booming in a high scoring affair and I'm excited to see what happens. As you said, both these teams don't know who they're, if they win, they don't know who their, uh, who their next opponent is. So they're, uh, they're going to be having to scout, going to have to have half the co- coaching staff scout the Bruce, half the coaching staff scout the Gotham Knights and uh, wait to see what happens in the other matchup. Should be right. fun. One other note I have for this one is there was a potential trade at one point between me and the popular ballers in the, in the God Kings uh, where Cooper cup was in discussion. It was going to be for, uh, you know, bundle picks and what I wanted that they weren't willing to give up was a, a younger player. Um, looks like the update with cup is that I don't think he is coming back for this postseason at all. So um, a wise move by them not to, I think, make that move if they were making it for this, you know, the sake of putting all their chips in and going all in on this year. Um, Cause likely yeah. they aren't going to have, wouldn't have had cup and then would have lost a player that they considered vital to this year's run uh, and didn't want to move. Um, and I uh, think... it's not a bad thing for the popular ballers either. I mentioned I was looking at 2023 mock drafts and Cooper Cup was still top five heading into 2023. So as the popular ballers look to be more competitive last year, it's a very valuable piece still. Right. They had concerns about his injury. Um, I can't remember the player. They have a similar wide receiver who had the same injury. Um, who was like an all-star a few years ago and then went down. I, I want to say he's on the Saints. If that points out to you who it is. I, Might have been Michael <laughs> Thomas, yeah. Yep, that was uh, it. And they yeah. said, look what happened to him. So that's the same thing. They were worried that was going to happen to Cup. But yeah, I agree. I think Cup has, you know, at least a year or two left to be in top oh, of yeah. the field. So um, I think it worked out for everybody. I'm not, I, I wasn't necessarily desperate to move him. It was just an option. So I was seeing well, those out there. And if we go based on, uh, you know, history that actually doesn't have any bearing on the present day and the effect of things to come i i was the team who made a blockbuster deal for christian mccaffrey last year despite some injury concerns with the popular ballers and uh he didn't end up playing the rest of the year but i still won the championship and so you wonder if the god kings would have made the blockbuster deal and not had cooper cup the rest of the year maybe they would have had that same fate (laughs) maybe there's a pattern there hard to say hard to say looking ahead at the matchups that they could potentially have i'm pretty sure um, God Kings and Gotham Knights met in, I want to say, year one of the playoffs where Gotham Knights um, took them out. And likewise, Marley Magic and the Brews um, have played each other before, maybe even twice. Yeah, the Marley Magic knocked the three seed Brews out in 2020. No, they didn't it, play each other twice. They would have missed Marley the playoffs. Magic. Yeah. No. Right. They missed it. So, but that was the, yeah, Brews was the three seed that they eliminated in year one. Yeah, so that would be a, a fun little chance for revenge for Brews. Right. And then there's lots of good potential championships um, still in play. We could have a rematch of last year if the winner faces make it all the way to the Brews. Uh, we could have a runner-up showdown if the Gotham Knights and Brews both advance to the championship. Ooh, that'd be um, fun. And the, be fun. the podcast hosts going at it. Wow, yeah, a lot of drama there. Yep. Um, those would be the big ones. I yeah. can think of just looking at the bracket that are they're still in play. So a lot left to play, a lot left to be decided. This is kind of like the first round of March Madness or the group stage of the World Cup where everybody's still in it. This is always my favorite part. Just wondering, oh, yeah. you know, what's gonna happen, the anticipation. And I guess uh, with the with the God Kings and Marley Magic playing in the first round, it's guaranteed that at least one of the teams in the championship will have already played in the championship before. So that's exciting. That'll be the first time we'll have had a team make the championship uh two times. Cause Matrix, oh, you're right. Yeah, the whole left Gotham side Knights of the bracket. Yeah. So um, 
hopefully we get some new blood in there, but it would be a, it would be fun to to see a team try to establish themselves as a dynasty. In God King's potential third trip to the semifinals, that would be oh amazing. yeah. Nope, nobody else has been there. Well, I guess now Gotham and Bruce have both been there twice. Um, yeah. to tie their record, but if they make it, they'll hold on to their all-time lead of trips there. So they never never made it past that point, but maybe this is the year. That's good. Um, I want to comment just real quick on I will say one thing. The the I said the God Kings had nothing to play for, but it was kind of a spite game for the God Kings. We we are rivals, <laughs> I'd like to think. But I also do have the God Kings first round draft pick. And so by winning, they're giving me mm. a slightly worse pick than they would have had they lost and been the five seed. So uh, I like that, you know, they're kind of rattling their players up saying don't give don't give them the better draft pick or whatever it is i like it a lot and it even the old time score to four and four so oh, oh, oh. gonna be deadlocked for all of eternity as that number keeps going up and up but um that's all i got for the the write-up for this week anything else you want to discuss before we uh get into the the first round here no, I'm a, I love the graphics, love the new themed flavors to match the that greenish color scheme. And uh, I would like to would like to be uh, off on a bye this week, but who knows? Maybe uh, maybe rest versus rest, maybe uh, need to stay fresh, not get rusty and keep the boys playing. Excited to play Katie and what looks to be a blue out, all blue matchup versus mm-hmm. the matrix and we and week one of the playoffs so uh, fun ball all around it is it's wild that there's just two games this week two games next week and then one game in the finals we really are down to the last five games of the season so I'm Flew gonna cherish, it really did i'm gonna cherish each of these matchups and uh, uh the god kings general manager brady pointed out that we have games thursday saturday sunday and monday they're nicely spaced out do we get three games saturday uh, get like six in the early window Sunday, four in the late window or something like that with no buys. There's so many games. There's like three or four more games than there have been all or since like the first five weeks of the season or whatever. So going to be a lot of football this weekend and we're all going to be on pins and needles cheering on our favorite players and our favorite teams. All right. Uh, oh, and Ryan and or Noah, if either of you are listening, submit your Jersey pick before Thursday. You don't want to leave, <laughs> the playoff game up the chance what i decide take your fate into your own hands uh and pick pick one of your jerseys preferably um gonna about to be a a white top since uh god king's wearing their old black although if if brady approves it i would i would allow uh pink uh, top (laughs) to do a color rush situation since it's pretty light but um brady was calling out calling out the magic jerseys earlier today he was yeah he insulted them which uh i take offense to because I think that rebrand was pretty strong. I actually, I really, really like yeah. their uh, their new look this year. Okay. And the Navy's been working for them. Um, anytime they wear it, they're more likely to win. So, all I right. Agree. <laughs> all right, Jake. It's been a lot of fun covering the regular season here down the stretch. Excited to talk playoffs with you next week. All right. We'll talk to you guys then. Have a great rest of your day or night. All right. See you.